0: Get iXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when they sign up today at iXL.com slash audio. Visit iXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: It's BetQL Daily
3: with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on The Bet. On Twitter, at BetQL Daily here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain on the Bet 1430 in Denver. Always live on the Radio.com map. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. You find that iTunes, Spotify, Radio.com. If you're on iTunes, leave us five stars while you're taking a listen to the show. We give our favorite bets for the evening in this segment every single day. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, Eli Hershkovich also jumps on our executive producer with his college hoops play of the day. And, um, well, Eli, should I talk about last night? Yeah, let's talk about last night, actually. Points Bet, a sponsor of this show. Points Bet, the proud sports book partner of the Chicago Bears, outdoing the competition in Illinois. They are now live with minus 105 spreads in all NBA games. That's the best price of any sports book. Why bet anywhere else? Points Bet also there in Colorado. So I was thinking about the card last night, and we talked about it in the NBA breakdown about the uh, Kings-Pelicans game that Darren Fox crushes Lonzo Ball time after time. Uh, The most recent time they matched up, Fox put up 43 points, and he was going up against Ball last night. I said, oh, what the heck. I really think he's going to have a big game. He's got the big advantage here. He's going to rise to the occasion, and Fox is coming off a strong game. And uh, we got a great performance from him last night as well. He scored 38 points, Ross. On one website, I uh, I took Fox at 40-plus at 22-to-1. So I missed 40 points by two points. But <laughs> on points bet, I did points times assists for $5 a point. This is called the multiplier, points times assists. The number set at points bet was 195. So Fox finishes with 38-12, and 12, which is... 261 over 195. So uh 261 times five, $1,305. That was my wager from
1: last night. So that was good. That that aspect of points bet is cool. I saw your tweet about it's crazy. that. It's crazy. It's crazy uh,
3: when, when you get some of these multipliers involved. I, until you get there, until you get close to the end, he scored a bunch on layups um, in garbage time, which which really helped a whole lot for that one. Ross, where are we looking tonight, uh, hockey or basketball?
1: Well, Joe, I don't have a bet tonight. I don't have two bets tonight. (laughs) I have three bets tonight because I am a man of the people and I love the listeners of BetQL Daily. And I'm not one of these guys that only has one game a night. I'm only going to ever give out one game a night, maybe because they want to get more Twitter followers, or maybe because never in the history of a midweek basketball there's been two games in the same night you could possibly like. Well, I'm not like some other people on the show, Mm. Joe. I've got two college basketball games, and I've got one tux pucks ice hockey. Okay, so college basketball, let's start with Maryland. It hurt my heart that uh, earlier in the show, Eli said he liked Maryland. We have to do something, Joe, where I give my lightning bet before Eli if I have the same bet as him, because goodness knows the last thing I want on God's green earth is for people to think that I am tailing Eli's bets. What number did you get, you. Ross,
4: is my question. What number?
1: I'll take it right now. I'll take but, it at minus two. Eli if you, you. If you, Eli, if you give out Maryland,
3: it's the current number. We can't go back in time. Our listeners can't go back in time and get the number that was no, available. No, this no, morning. no,
4: I'm just asking what number Ross betted at is all. Thank you. I'm dropping bonds on the show. I'm just asking what number Ross bet Maryland at earlier this morning is what I'm saying.
1: Minus two and a half right now. What matters is what we say at 12.45 p.m. Eastern during lightning bets for our listeners that are listening live on the Radio.com app or in Denver and L.A. I am laying the two and a half with Maryland. Forget what Eli's analysis was. It's a fishy line. Purdue is ranked. They're playing well. Why is Maryland favored? They shouldn't be. Boom. Maryland, lay the points. The fishy line theory strikes again. Secondly, Penn State just beat Wisconsin. Penn State. Not the football team. The basketball Nittany Lions just beat Wisconsin. And they're favored by eight and a half. Somebody knows something. Fishy line alert. Take the Badgers laying the eight and a half. As for... Tux pucks. I like Carolina to win in regulation. The line is minus 110. Normal game line, usually minus 160. Carolina to win in regulation, minus 110. Should be noted, I am undefeated in my life. I am a lifetime undefeated betting the NHL. 2-0. <laughs> I love how you go against the worst teams in hockey every day. <laughs> it works. It has so far. Why don't so other far? people do it? I take a good team against a crappy team to win in regulation, only yep. minus 110. I don't get it. Hockey's easy. I might just quit this Hockey's show. Hockey's easy.
4: <laughs> Pro better Ross Tucker, please. Mar- I I think I'm quitting the show right now. Maryland,
3: Wisconsin. And the Carolina Hurricanes win in regulation over the Blackhawks. Eli Hershkovich, are you thinking of buying out on your turf play?
4: Man, I think I'm done. Like, I got Maryland minus one. I, I have one and a half points of closing line value, and the bet's already lost. So I don't really know what to say. I might as well just rip up my ticket, not even buy out, just rip it out. It's, it's done. But I will give out Texas. Texas plus five and a half. Ross did not grace with his verbiage. Um, I like Texas getting five and a half points against Baylor at home. A little bit of an inflated line. Baylor relies on three-point shooting. 47th, highest three-point square rate in college basketball. Didn't bring that up earlier in the show. Texas with a top 25 perimeter defense in terms of scoring rates. So, Texas' defense, again, a pretty good rebounding team overall in the offensive glass. And what they could do with their perimeter defense with those guards, they're not super lengthy, can match up all well against this Baylor offense. So, Texas plus five and a half is my only lightning bet because of the line movement in Maryland and Purdue and because Ross decided to tail that one as well.
3: Wait, wait what's the real re- reason you're backing off? Is it the line movement or because of Ross? Is it for uh, a bit for the show? No. To tell the people because they're wondering. They were listening to your segment earlier and you're all about Maryland and that you would still bet it at two and a half, but now you're backing off
4: yeah I'm not going to give it out as a lightning bet like I got it at one and yes I kind of like it at two and a half and I said I would decrease the unit size on that but I don't want to give off a, 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 I don't want to give out a bet where it's a point and a half difference from what I got it at
3: so Eli has one as Ross predicted Eli has one play for tonight with Texas Ross Tucker has three and I have three. we are men of the people three plays on the NBA card. We talked about it with Mike Gallagher. We talked about it in the NBA breakdown. The, the one reason to uh look at Toronto Orlando is what's gonna happen to the Aaron Gordon numbers. You could still find Cole Anthony at four and a half assists. You can find them some sites, it has a juiced four and a half, or you could find plus money. At five and a half, I'm going over Cole Anthony assists. Last 10 games, Gordon's been averaging six assists per game. And recently, uh, Anthony's been getting six in four of the last five games. So I'm going over four and a half assists for Cole Anthony. Until they put this James Harden number in double digits, I'm going to keep betting it. He's been playing with Brooklyn for eight games, and he's gone over the number eight and a half, nine and a half assists in seven of the eight games. And it's not just barely over. It's usually 11, 12, sometimes 15 assists in these games. And uh, we're going to have a high-scoring game, I would suspect, total into the 240s. So giving me over nine and a half assists for James Harden and the Brooklyn Nets will be a lot of fun to watch that Nets-Clippers game tonight. and How about another game that's supposed to be higher scoring? Got Portland and Washington. Total, also in the 240s. Russ coming off a 41-point performance. Washington, number one in pace in the NBA. These two teams, both bottom three defensive efficiency. Points, rebounds, assists. The PRA number for Westbrook is 39.5. I'm going to go over 39.5 for Russell Westbrook. So Cole Anthony over four and a half assists Harden over nine and a half assists Westbrook over 39 and a half points, rebounds and assists lot going on tonight. Those are our lightning bets. Eli Herskovich completely backed off. You see that backtrack because of a point and a half. I think
1: it's because Ross. Ross
4: took it. I can't give out a bet when Ross took the same bet.
1: No, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with him on that, Joe. I'm kind of with him on that. That's my bet, and when I win, I get the credit for it, and he has to say, nope, I didn't do it. No, yep. I win. It's out. on
3: Twitter, it. Ross. It's on Twitter. Well, that line's not
4: available, Eli. Yeah. Well,
1: you people got anybody? it. If anybody follows
3: anybody, me, people Eli? got
4: it earlier in the morning.
3: Maybe save it for the show. Maybe. How can I
4: save it for the show when there's a, when the line already moved?
3: Uh, you, you overreact a lot with these lines, like a wh- wh- half a point or a point. Like, oh, I'm off. I'm off the game.
4: Dude, it okay. matters a lot in college basketball. I hope it I hits. I hope Ross's bet hits. That's all I'm saying. I know.
1: It matters a whole bunch. Eli, so, uh, what do you think of my uh, Wisconsin bet?
4: I like it. I think it's a good bounce back spot for for, uh, for the Badgers after the Ohio State game and then the Penn State game. I, I like Wisconsin to uh, to cover that line.
3: What do you think about his Hurricanes bet? No comment. No comp, nothing. You got nothing. It's all Black right. Hawks, it's your team. You used to be a big Blackhawks fan. Now I used don't even to be care a huge
4: Blackhawks fan. Yeah, I don't, I know. I'm a, a bad wagoner at heart.
3: Okay. Is Eli Herskovich, our executive producer. I can't wait to see what happens with this. Maryland Where are the
1: Blackhawks, Joe, and the hierarchy of Chicago sports talk right now?
3: Dead last. There's more talk right now about the Chicago sky. Because Candace Parker's coming back.
1: Are you serious? People were excited about and my it. buddies from Chicago love the Blackhawks.
3: Yeah, not recently.
1: Wow, are they still interested
3: when I they're haven't in the talked playoffs? To in a while.
1: <laughs> Good buddies. I haven't talked to them in five. No, years. like my buddies from college. I don't ask them like I ask them how their wife and kids are. Like how are you, how's your Blackhawks fandom going? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, the. Uh, <laughs> The Blackhawks are an event when things are normal, going out to the bars,
3: watching the games. But yeah, right now they stink and not a whole lot of people are interested.
2: Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master new skill.
1: post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today it's time for prop or flop where joe ostrowski breaks down tonight's pro basketball action
4: where can you make money on player props tonight joe o answers now on prop or flop on betql daily
3: Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. We always uh, take a look at the NBA card for the evening. And we've got six games tonight. Had ten. Actually, one was postponed, I believe. Then we ended up getting nine games uh, last night. Some interesting results. Ross, before you go to tonight's games, um, how about you, you were saying that you think LeBron's going to be the MVP at plus 350. How about the fans at the Hawks game that, that were just tossed? Because they got into it with LeBron a little bit. I... In in the COVID world, I can't believe we've got people that close to LeBron James and other NBA players. Apparently, one of them was screaming at him. it uh, wasn't even wearing a mask.
1: I, I don't understand. I, I didn't. I didn't see it. Did you see it? I did not see it. I was just reading about it. I knew it happened, and
3: then I was just reading about the story. Here it is uh, from Dave. McMenamin, uh, four courtside fans, at least one of whom was not covering her face with a mask, were ejected from Monday's game between the L.A. Lakers and Atlanta Hawks following a verbal spat with Lakers star LeBron James, the Hawks confirmed to ESPN. Juliana Carlos, who later later posted on social media, and her husband, Chris Carlos, exchanged words with James in the fourth quarter of the visiting Lakers 107-99 win prompting the the ejection. Juliana Carlos posted a video on her Instagram account showing the scene shortly after State Farm Arena security personnel and one of the referees, Mitchell Irvin, intervened. She can be heard saying, shut the bleep up, don't talk to my husband like that. (laughs) How? How? How are they even that close? Every
1: game I watch, I don't see many fans. I want to hear it.
3: Well, we'll have to dig that up. But yeah, I mean, it, it, oh, we like, have We've it? got a lot
1: of uh, jawing going on, uh, the front row. And uh, look at that. And now the uh, security is getting involved. And the security is actually, I mean, the referees are actually telling the security they may want to usher somebody uh, out out of the building. They might be gone. I think this was happening also. Somebody was all over LeBron. They're still on LeBron. I think that's what it is. A few
4: minutes ago, and I know he was glaring into the seats. I think LeBron, obviously, you can see he's not that upset about it.
3: Well, this happens every game. I assume it happens every game. When you're a superstar, that's that's what it is. But it's a little different this year, especially when somebody's not wearing a mask and you're trying to do your job and they're getting in your space.
1: Well, I want to know the backstory of like what happened and how it went down, because also like LeBron's heard everything you could possibly hear. So, like, yeah. what would they have actually said to him? That would get it to that point is what I want to know. So she's ma- <laughs> she's married to a
3: 60 year old man. Is this, is this the truth? Is this, uh, that her husband is 60 the guy that was there? She's
1: 25. I don't comment on stuff like that. I'm just saying 25 and 60. It's
3: uh, it's interesting. All right. Yeah, I'm not go. I'm not going to just listen to what the Carlos has had to say and take their word for it. Yeah, we'd want to see more on this, but I can't believe LeBron went ran to security because somebody was talking smack to him. I mean, he lives that every single day. I think it had more to do with uh, the state of the world right now and that she or they were not wearing a mask. Okay, so that that was interesting from last night. Lakers do win. I don't believe they covered the spread uh, as far as the they did. Line,
4: oh, they did. It was just barely, right? Right. They were they were six-point favorites. They won by eight.
3: When we talked about it yesterday, it was nine and a half.
4: Yeah, I think they closed a little uh, lower.
3: Wow. Wow. A lot of money came in there. That's why I thought that they did, they, uh, did not cover. But the uh, number went down, and then you get the cover. Okay, six games tonight. And the first game of the evening, we've got Toronto and Orlando. The Raptors are favored by six. A total of two fifteen here. Uh, the Magic eight and th- the records are pretty close here. Eight and twelve for Toronto. Eight and thirteen for Orlando. Orlando twenty eighth in offensive efficiency. They've lost their last three games. Uh, but where I'm focusing on this game is uh, is on a prop because you have Aaron Gordon who's out, and he's been averaging six assists per game uh, over the last 10 games. And the Cole Anthony prop, a a guy that's had six assists in four of his last five contests, and now Gordon's out. So you remove those six assists from the offense. Um, He's at four and a half. It's a four and a half. I would jump on that now. I think that's going to even go higher once we get closer to tip. So Cole Anthony, I find appealing. Game of the night, no doubt, Ross, is the Clippers and the Nets. We've got um, the two teams tied for number one in offensive efficiency and all the star power, with PG and Kawhi and Durant. And it looks like Harden's going to be playing this one because he was taken off the injury report yesterday. Uh, but th- this is going to be a lot of fun to see what happens here. Over at Points Bet, Brooklyn is favored by one and a half. Very high total, 243 and a half. Uh, with uh, with all these guys playing, it wouldn't shock me if that goes over the Harden assist number. I've been talking about this for uh, for uh, last couple of weeks here on the show. Harden assist number is nine and a half. As long as it's not double digits and we have a close spread, I'm going to look to the over. Since uh, going to Brooklyn, he is seven and one on the overs, and in those seven uh, wins, where he's uh, gone over eight uh eight and a half, nine and a half, whatever the number was, he's had at least 11 in assists. I, I don't see any reason to believe that that's not going to continue tonight. Are you going to check
1: out Clippers oh, Nets? Oh, you've been good on that. They're going to have to adjust that number at some point. I can't believe they're not in
3: double digits yet. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, but this is going to be a lot of fun uh, to check out that game. There's Memphis in Indiana, the Grizzlies, on a back-to-back. It's actually their third game in four nights. They had that long layoff, remember? because they had COVID issues, and uh, they didn't play for a week, and now it's their third game in four days. They've won their last five on the road. Don't really f- see anything too appealing. The, the Grizzlies, last I checked, if you want to bet on this, I'd wait, because last I checked, they were talking about seven Grizzlies missing this game. Uh, so that is why Indiana is favored by five and a half. Portland, Washington. is favored by two. Another total of 240. We've got a couple of these games uh, where, where the total's around 240. Bottom three, Portland and Washington in defensive efficiency. Washington is number one in the NBA in pace. Their last game, Russ went off for 41 points. Uh, Beal, crazy high numbers. He's averaging 35 a game. I might look to the points, rebounds, and assists number for Westbrook. Expect a high-scoring game. Uh, so he could go over that number. I'll uh, take a look there. And the late games got Boston and Golden State. Uh, You got Steph going up against Jalen Brown. Surprisingly, Jalen Brown, he's eighth in scoring in the league so far this year. Uh, Rebounds, Warriors let their opponents get a lot, uh, 58.1 per game. That is the most in the NBA. Warriors do play at a higher pace. They are number two in the NBA. I might take a look at, Rebounds for Celtics like Jason Tatum numbers at seven and a half. We'll see. And uh the other late game, we've got Detroit going up against Utah. The Jazz, let's see if they bounce back from that loss the other day against the Denver Nuggets. They are the only team in the NBA, top five in offensive and defensive efficiency. Uh pro- Player props are not out yet. I want to see uh, where we're sitting here, but uh don't forget, your guy Ellington Ross, Last 10 games, he's hitting 4.1 threes per game, so that could be a look. Uh, Royce O'Neal for the Jazz, he's hitting 46% from the three-point arc. Gobert gets a ton of boards every night, so I want to see where those player props are. But you uh, might might have a, something to work with here with Detroit and Utah. Detroit should be on a back-to-back, but the uh, Pistons game last night was postponed.
1: Seems like it's happening on a daily basis. It's... Um... It's unfortunate, but I've seen it now where – and sometimes these games are getting postponed pretty late too, Joe. Really late. People are already in like – they've already laid bets. They've already gotten into DFS stuff. It's it's really unfortunate, but – and it screws up the whole – it screws up the whole DFS slate then. I want to talk about that uh, with Michael Gallagher
3: from Establish the Run in about 10 minutes. Huge DFS guy. Because of all the sports, the NBA is by far the worst with it. I I wish that they would follow the model of the NFL. Okay, here's your cutoff 90 minutes before kick. Here are the inactives. Now you know. Major League Baseball, it depends on the team. But the managers have the lineup card out there hours before the game. Why can't we have some sort of a deadline? Something in the NBA. And it's not just this year because it's a COVID year. And things are in flux. We all understand that. This is every single year with the NBA. DFS is so tough to play in the NBA unless you are – when the game tips, all the games tip, you need to be at your computer. You need to be following specific Twitter accounts so you have the latest news. Sometimes this stuff literally happens five minutes before tip-off.
1: If you want to win, it has to be like a job. Like you, you have to be sitting right there and ready. The the NBA has a lot of challenges when it comes to these guys playing or not and how it affects so many like the betting. I mean, it affects the television viewing, the betting, the DFS. I mean, although let me let me play devil's advocate, Joe. Well, I guess I guess at least for baseball, you know, you know the lineup earlier because they have guys sit out. Mm-hmm rest sometimes
3: absolutely but the managers you'll see it on some sites that track it or the beat writers they'll tweet out a picture of the lineup card which is they're the managers are there all day for a night game they're there early afternoon and they post the lineup card hours before the game so word gets out i don't i don't understand how the nba can be in business with the dfs companies and the sports books and then not have uh, this sort of information with their fans for their fans
1: yeah. Um do they did this might be a dumb question. Do hockey guys get like usually they off for like uh what do they call it? Load management? Uh
3: no, hockey hockey not really. But you have an idea of what's happening when they do their skate around late in the morning before for the, the game that night. You have an idea what's gonna happen. Uh the beat reporters will say, Okay, this guy's in net. Sometimes will tell you the starting goalie. Sometimes they don't, though. I, I've seen a lot of NHL betters on Twitter very frustrated because one beat reporter is reporting goalie X is starting. Another beat reporter is reporting that, that goalie Y is starting the game. It's tough, man, as if things aren't challenging enough this year. Just I, I know it's more important things in the world, but just as sports
1: betters, I mean, we're looking for basic information. Who's playing the game? And it's tough to get. Well, I just feel like, like knowing the hockey guys I know, I feel like if you told them they're sitting out that night for load management, they'd be like, "That's a load of crap. I'm not sitting out." Like they'd be like, "Heck no, I'm playing." You know, like the total opposite of the NBA model. What what happens? Uh, what what I find
3: fascinating is at the end of uh, every season, at the Stanley Cup. So you have the big celebration. All right, this is great this team has the cup and they're going to take it everywhere. Right. Um, And then you also have the news about the unreported injuries. I I would see this with the Blackhawks when, when they were winning the cup or when they would make their deep runs and then it go under the radar because nobody's talking about that. They're talking about which team just won the championship, but then you find out, Oh yeah, this guy had a fracture in his ankle over the last two months. Like they're fine. That's the one time of the year. They're honest because they know the opposition would go Attack their weaknesses if they were to say that they had a bum knee. It's unbelievable what you'll read about what some of these guys were playing with.
1: Yeah, when when did the uh Blackhawks with like Tays and Kane start to drop off? They were so good for that run, man. Yeah, it's uh it's what we see in the NFL when they pay quarterbacks.
3: You you can build your core and you can win, okay. But now everybody got now everybody's going to get paid, and and there's an end coming. So. They saw their end,
1: but they, they got a dynasty out of it. How many did they get? Three? Three, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Are those guys still there, Kane and Taze? Yep, they're still here. Yep. I don't think but, they'll ever move them. But the team around them is not as good.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. They don't have a goalie. They have no goaltending. They're one of the worst teams in the NHL this year. Your Flyers, Flyers. Wow. It feels like they're in the mix for a long period of time now, every year.
1: Yeah, um last year they got really hot and we were excited about it. And they got a really good goaltender, but they're not they're not good enough around him. Mm. I don't think. Yeah. To really do anything serious.
3: Yeah. It's uh you, you know with this NBA thing, I I'd, I'd also like to know um what's the plan here? Are you guys going to announce the s- second half of the schedule at some point? Like it wraps up the first half of the schedule early March and they haven't said what they're going to do. Are they going to take a couple weeks off? Is everybody going to get the vaccine and then they're going to return? They're going to try to make up the games that they've missed. I don't, I don't know what they plan on doing here.
1: Yeah. Well, how about baseball and the major league baseball players declining that? I, I'm not, I don't really understand what's going on there. So uh, late last night, Jeff
3: Patson was reporting. Okay. We're, they're starting on time. Everybody's showing up in camp in a couple weeks. That's the plan. I was like, okay, we'll see how that goes. We'll see if they actually start the season on time. But that was the latest report there for Major League Baseball.